right, so welcome to Ask a Pastor. I'm Rayshawn Graves, a pastor in Richmond, Virginia. And today I want to think about the question, why study the Bible? And so to help us answer this question, we've got a special guest with us today, Nicole Eunice. Nicole wears many hats, including being a pastor, author, speaker, and leadership coach. She hosts a few podcasts, including one called How to Study the Bible. And she's a wife, mom, and an army brat who calls Richmond home. So thanks for being on with us today, Nicole. Oh, man, I am so glad to be here, Rayshawn. This is really cool to get to be together here in Richmond, but also reach all of our listeners from all around the place, all around the place, all around the world, whatever, um, and talk about something that's close to, I think, both of our hearts, which is why do we... Why do we study the Bible and how do we see the Bible as part of our, our lives? Yes, yes. So, again, like, just like you said, I mean, the Bible's a, a really big part of our lives mm-hmm. and for, you know, for being followers of Jesus. And uh, sometimes the fact that it's a really big book with mm-hmm. a lot of history and has several different authors and genres and translations uh, can make it somewhat intimidating mm-hmm. to engage with beyond like a surface level reading. Mm-hmm. And so we also, on the other hand, we hear a ton about all the benefits that come from reading and studying the Bible. Uh, I know that I've experienced a, a ton of good in my life just from mm-hmm. studying the Bible at a deeper level. And so what would it look like as, as we're thinking about both people who are, you know, have been following Jesus for a long time, mm-hmm. but also people who are maybe new to the faith and new yeah. to following Jesus to study the Bible? It's kind of what I want to jump into today. So sure. I think right off, like right off the bat, we should just say, you guys, the Bible is a mystery. There are parts that are confusing, difficult to interpret, hard to understand. I'm getting ready to prep a um, minor prophets, which are like the small prophet books in the mm-hmm. Old Testament. And I'm reading through and I'm like, holy cow, how am I, I going to teach on this? Yeah. So just, I just want our listeners to know, like we don't, I see it that way. I see it as somewhat of a mystery, parts that are confusing. But um, there are, I think, some ways to jump into it that can enrich your life, really change your life. Um, so, you know, we could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, so, I mean, just what's your journey with, with mm-hmm. studying the Bible? How did you come to do that? What, you know, even what's your favorite book? Yeah, so I was um, a precocious uh, child and teenager. We moved around a lot every couple of years. And that just created, I think, like just some angst in me, just trying to belong, trying to fit in, trying to find my way. And particularly when I was about 14, we were in a military chapel in Missouri. So a military chapel basically is an on post, you know, it's Catholic for an hour and then it's Protestant for an hour. And that's kind of the experience. But one of the things about that place was, you know, people come and are engaging in youth group or whatever. And I just didn't feel like I I really fit in. And so my mom, I think probably forced me. She probably said, you can go to youth group or (laughs) you can come with me. And so I went with her and it was a K. Arthur precept Bible study. So it was called precept upon precept. It was basically K. Arthur's way of teaching how to study the Bible. So I was like 14 years old. And I mean, you got to be a certain age to know what I'm talking about. But for those of you who know, I had my colored markers, my different shapes, my circles, my triangles, whatever. And I think I actually like fell in love with the like the detective work of getting to know the Bible. Like it really, it is intimidating at first, but I think when you do have some tools that have been taught to you, you can, and we have an unbelievable amount of resources around the Bible, which actually is so confusing because there's so many. But if you get around a few tools, which is what I experienced at age 14, that really started a journey for me. Lots of ups and downs, lots of still wandering away from the faith. But I look back on that moment as like, a, a real uh, moment in my timeline where I felt like God got a hold of my heart in a different way. 
That's amazing. I, I really love that that phrase that you used, the detective work of studying the Bible mm-hmm. and then like thinking about how there's so many resources out there, but also even the Bible and its accessibility yes. for people, anyone really to be able to come to it and kind of engage in that detective mm-hmm. work without needing all the degrees and PhDs sure. and all the stuff that, that we think, which are helpful, but at the same time, again, the accessibility of scripture for anyone to be able to come to it, even 14-year-olds and younger yeah. and older at any age and really gain, gain some great things. So. Well, I mean, that's the mystery of it too, is that there are stories that a five-year-old can access. And there are stories that we would never, we will never plumb the depths of the treasures of what those are. Um, You're coming on, you know, we're going to talk about Romans in just a minute. We're we're not, we're going to be in a continual process of discovery, which means that if you have a um, eighth grade education or a you know, PhD or multiple PhDs, anywhere along that line, we can really employ a lot of kind of eighth grade tools when it comes to the Bible that will bring us from point A to point B pretty quickly, just like illuminate some things in the ways that we can look at the Bible that can help us. Because really the point is not to be full of Bible knowledge. Mm -hmm. The point is to experience God. And the reason that we study the Bible is because God actually says in his word that his word is the way that we will encounter him. So whether you like like reading or like the Bible or like studying or not, it is like a very important part. It's like a staple in our spiritual diet to be able to experience God in this way. Yeah. Yeah. That's on point for sure. And even that jumps into the next question. I mean, the the benefits of studying the Mm -hmm. Bible. I like what you said there. Just the entire point is to experience God. Right. And I know the sometimes the the temptation is to, to be able to gain a lot of intellectual knowledge about, you know, context or history (laughs) or something, or maybe to have something to say when people are talking about the Bible, but really to to know God being the the biggest benefit. So, I mean, in addition to that, in ultimately knowing God, what are some additional benefits from from knowing the Mm, Bible that maybe you've seen or or just in your experiences? Yeah, I love love this question. And I really think through really only three filters when it comes to scripture. And the three filters are, what is this teaching me about God? Mm. What is this teaching me about people? People being like human nature, the ways people are, the way I am. What is this teaching me about people? And the third one is, what is this teaching me about the interaction of God and people? And that's it. That's honestly, that's because I'm like, at the end of the day, God is revealing a portion of himself through the word. We know that we can't, his ways are higher than our ways. That's the book of Isaiah. His thoughts are greater than our thoughts. So we're not going to see and experience the full majesty and glory of God until we see him face to face at the culmination of time in heaven, you know, but what he's given us in his word is what he's decided to reveal to us. And God, if you if you go into the Bible, you're going to learn so much about people, human nature. It's what it's also what God has chosen to reveal to us about himself. And then the third one is like, how does God interact with people? And that can become your story. Yeah. So wherever you are in your faith journey, when you start to look for those things, you can start in faith believing this is the story this is the way that god will interact in my own story mm-hmm. man that's great I, that's 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 really awesome even when you're you're just highlighting the point of of what this how this talks about us with the same minds and emotions and how you know we're we're so much different but we're also so much alike yeah. and i mean that was one of the things that drew me to a, a deeper study of scripture is just 
seeing humans yeah. and humanity on display. And even though they're people who live thousands of years ago, yep. they still do the same things that we <laughs> That's do. right. That's right. And I mean, I remember the biggest thing. So my, my first book that I really studied and wrote about was the book of Jonah. So fast forward from age 14, lots of books along the way, but that book. And one of my favorite things to discover was... It's so easy to read the book of Jonah. If you know the story from Veggie Tales or Vacation Bible School or you've read <laughs> yeah. it, you know, you're like Jonah and the whale. Most people are like, Jonah, so dumb, you know. And I really had this illumination that like, no, I'm Jonah. Like, we're like him. We're not not like yes, him. And yes. like, that is really a big part of scripture is we're invited to actually place ourselves in the character's shoes. Yeah. And it's just one of my favorite, favorite questions as a leadership coach is like, well, what, you know, what character in the Bible do you resonate with in yeah. this part of your life? Yeah. Like, see your life as a continuation of the story of scripture. And like, you're a character mm -hmm. in this world, just like these characters that we get to read about. And you get to find yourself in them and learn from them and grow from them. There's so many different methods of, of studying yeah. the Bible. Do you have a favorite one? And if, if, if there are one or two others, what yeah. would those be? So, I mean, I have, you know, in my podcast, How to Study the Bible, we use a method, which is really just the, a, a recreated method of, of a many methods. It's really called an inductive Bible study yeah, method. Yeah. But I often found inductive methods kind of dry, meaning like it was real academic, you know, real like write down, you know, what does it say in verse eight? And I'm like, I'm not in eighth grade. I'm not going to write down what it says in verse eight. You know? So I tried to find a way to create a framework that just gives four questions that you can ask of any passage of scripture. So that's an inductive method. But another real favorite thing of mine is truly trying to really bring in imagination and using spiritual practices, spiritual reading, Lectio Divina, yeah. which is like, I'm going to read this passage again and get and again, and just ask the Spirit of God mm -hmm. to illuminate a word, a phrase. And that's not freaky deaky. That's just like yeah. asking, that's trying to be to me in a posture of listening. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to just put your mind above scripture, you can actually put scripture above your mind. Mm -hmm. And for me, putting scripture above your mind is saying, I can rest in this passage mm -hmm. and just listen to the words and ask God to speak to me. I don't yes. need to bring a ton of academic knowledge to it. So that to me is like a good balance between those two. Yeah, that's great. I, I love how the fact that you, you brought the spirit of God into it as mm -hmm. well. Like that's, I mean, that's the difference between us having kind of this two-dimensional sure. study of the Bible versus this real life three-dimensional, you know, even even greater illumination mm -hmm. of, of, of God's word. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's helpful. Um, what would you tell someone interested in starting or restarting to study the Bible? And when I think about that, I, I think about maybe people who approach this big book with different authors yeah. and genres and say, this is way too intimidating for me. Yeah. Or someone who, who's maybe been in scripture yeah. and someone who spent some time and just says, I'm not really getting a whole bunch out of this. Mm -hmm. I'm having trouble connecting the dots to my life and yeah. the things that are going on. Yeah. Well, the first thing I would say is get a good study Bible and you can find those resources on my website. Um, because I, I, I know it's hard when you go out there and you're like, there's literally a thousand study like Bibles to choose from. But when I've walked with people face to face with stuff like this, I'll be like, Hey, hold up your Bible. And people have got like a pew Bible from like yeah. 1920. And I'm like, that's great. You're, that is the word of God, but there are resources out there that just like they they pour all of the content of many different commentators, translators, history into one place. Yeah. So it's a 
definitely a study Bible, not a recovery Bible, not a this Bible. Not it's it actually needs to be a study Bible. It has a certain amount of notes in it that are really helpful. So that's the first thing I say is well, start with the study Bible because what's in the margins and what's sort of the, your, your footnotes are going to be incredibly helpful. They're going to make lots of connections for you. For someone who's never been in the Bible, is just maybe following Jesus or starting to read the Bible. I usually say Philippians or Ephesians because it's a letter. It's short. It's directed. So it's very clear what the instructions are and it's very pertinent to our time. But my next choice is always Luke and Acts together because Luke and Acts were written by Luke. So it's really what Jesus did and what happened next Mm -hmm. in one voice. So I love to say like, take on Luke and Acts and read it and be able to to say to a friend, this is what I read. Like the more you can kind of get in your mind and be like, what is the way this story unfolds? Um, Just the practice of doing that Mm -hmm. is amazing. It will get scripture sort of into your life in a new way. Yeah, that's that's on point. Just uh, again, like I love that, you know, combining Luke and Acts and just seeing that big picture of here's what Jesus did. And, you know, with Luke, who's very detailed. And then here's what happened after Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, Shameless plug. What is your website and how can people (laughs) find you? Well, it's not shameless because you made me do it. Well, but, yeah, um, okay. yeah, yeah. com, <laughs> and we'll have it in the show notes so you guys can know how to spell my last name. And if you come over to How to Study the Bible podcast, you can hear all about this. And you're coming over. We're in the middle of the yeah. Book of Romans. We're just doing a free Bible study together right now. So if, if you are looking for a way to start studying the Bible, you can join like hundreds and thousands of your closest friends who are all doing the same thing right now. We've got folks from around the world. Um, We've got a Facebook group, a reading plan, and we're only, you know, a couple chapters in. So it's easy to jump in. Just come on over to the podcast and you'll find it. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Nicole. Uh, Thank you guys for listening and really appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Ask a Pastor. Ask a Pastor is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, Could you take a minute and leave us a rating and review it in your podcast app? It really does help more listeners find the show. This episode was produced by Kelly Givens and Stephen Sanders. Special thanks to Stephen McGarvey for his executive oversight. You can find more faith-affirming podcasts like this one by visiting lifeaudio.com.